Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope it takes you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Hello, podcast listeners. Amy Irvine here, CEO and founder of Rooted Planning Group. Welcome back to another estate planning edition of Wine and Dime. This time we're going to be talking about special needs trusts. So um, before we get into this episode, I just want to give the disclosure. I am not an attorney and cannot provide legal advice. So please don't construe this as such. I'd like to thank Encore Estates team for providing me with a great deal of guidance and educational language used in this podcast. And of course, I want to bring to uh, your attention one of the wineries that we visited recently. I believe it's pronounced Keminer. It's up in the Finger Lakes area of New York, as I've been featuring throughout the summer since I've gotten back from Florida. This is unique to me because we only tasted Rieslings. And if you've listed, listened to my podcast in the past, you'll know that I'm not a huge Riesling fan. What was unique about them was that they kind of addressed the dryness and the notes of the wine based on music. So the winemaker has a background in music, a strong background in music. He's actually from Germany and has brought a lot of unique techniques to the area and is doing a lot of experimenting. I'm going to leave it at that so that you can do some exploring of your own. Go out to their website. We'll provide a link in the show notes and you know, give it a shot. See if it's something that you like. Maybe visit their winery. You do have to make reservations. It's a very small, quaint tasting room, which we loved. And the view from the tasting room is absolutely beautiful. So we hope that you're able to go out to their website, explore their wine, explore their vineyard, explore their tasting center. So on to the the special needs trust discussion that we want to have today. And before I go there, I also want to mention that this is the last of the episodes in the estate planning series. So this is actually episode seven. Episode set one was estate planning's introduction. Episode two, I dug into beneficiaries, wills, and probate. Episode three, I talked about trust. Episode four, I gave a high-level overview of healthcare proxies. Episode five, we discussed a deeper look of POAs. And episode six, 
we looked at the five wishes. So this is the final episode, episode seven, where we are digging into special needs trust. So what is a special needs trust? Well, special needs trust will preserve the beneficiary's eligibility if they inherit anything for needs-based government benefits such as Medicaid and Supplemental Security Income, so SSI as it's called. Because the beneficiary does not actually own the assets in the trust, he or she can remain eligible for benefits programs that have asset limits. As a general rule, the trustee will supplement the beneficiary's governmental benefits but not replace them. Examples of supplemental needs are costs for sitters, companions, dental, medical expenses not covered by Medicaid or Medicare. So they're used for, again, beneficiaries on needs-based public benefits. And if the person receiving these benefits obtains an inheritance directly, they may lose their benefits. In these situations, we see clients give shares to the beneficiaries, beneficiaries through a special needs trust, which if it's done correctly, will accomplish several things. So one is they will they will maintain their benefits while also having inherited funds available to supplement supplement those benefits. Notice we said supplement, and it does not provide direct access to an inheritance for the beneficiary, allowing the clients to maintain control of funds upon their death and after the supplemental needs beneficiary's death. So it's during and after the beneficiary's death. It also allows clients to appoint a trusted individual or a professional fiduciary to control the, the funds for the beneficiary's benefit. So if they're not capable of doing that, this gives them that benefit of having a professional manage things. And then upon the beneficiary's death, the assets within the special needs trust will not be subject to reimbursement from the state or federal agencies since those assets never belong to the beneficiary. These assets will go back to the additional beneficiary of the clients that originally established the special needs trust. They will not go to to the special needs trust beneficiary. So... For clients that know they have a beneficiary with special needs, basically we're trying to help clients put this share that they want to belong, that they want to belong in the special needs trust to their beneficiaries. And it might be a child that has a learning disability or it might be a child maybe later in life has a disability, develops a disability. So there's lots of different reasons why special needs trusts are developed and we encourage you to talk to your attorney or legal counsel with regards to your beneficiaries as if they need a special needs trust. I know in one situation we have a client who has established a special needs trust for their their sibling because um, they don't want their any benefits. They don't have children, so they don't want any of their benefits or remaining uh, income or assets to go to their their sibling. But they don't want to leave their sibling out. But their sibling isn't able to make these kinds of financial decisions, and they are on some public assistance that they would if they inherited things directly. One thing that is important to know is that the trustee um, may be able to convert any beneficiary shares to a special needs trust within their own trust document. So you might have a trust document or a will that actually points that out. So just some things to, again, talk to your attorney about if you think that you would be somebody that would, would want or need a special needs trust. Now, we actually have a checklist that we're going to put in the show notes that says what issues should I consider for my child with special needs? 
So things like cash flow that you would need, supplemental support that you might have, tax issues that you might want to consider, consider. And other miscellaneous issues like, do you need to create or update a letter of intent regarding your wishes for a child? Does your estate plan need to be updated? Will your child need a guardian or conservator after reaching age 18? Will your child need an estate plan, including powers of attorney upon reaching the age of majority? Does your client need an advocate or an attorney now or after your death? And does your child need residential care now or after your death? The big question, do you need to build partnerships with your child's care network? That's a big one as well. So those are sort of some miscellaneous questions and concerns that we want to prompt you uh, in the in the thought process with this checklist, but what a lot of people don't understand is when they have a child or sibling or whoever it is that has some special needs, you want to make sure that they're taken care of. So I know this is a short podcast and this is a very in-depth topic that we cannot provide general information, enough general information on. We just wanted to get the juices flowing that if you have a family member that has special needs and you want to make sure they're taken care of upon your death, but you don't want them to inherit something directly because you don't want them to lose their benefits, then this checklist may be something that gets your juices flowing. We encourage you again to review your own documents, talk to your own legal counsel, and talk to us about some of the things that we could incorporate into your plan as well. If you have a situation in your family that prompts this kind of discussion, we truly hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And we realize that it may not be an episode that directly affects you, but you may know somebody that it directly affects. So we do thank you for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed that episode. We hope you you know, share it with somebody that you think might find this episode in- interesting and just with friends and family in general. And if you get a chance, we'd love it if if you hop on over to iTunes and rate us because the more people that find us, or the more that you rate us, the more people can find us. And I, again, a, th- a shout out to uh, TJ Mian at Mian Media. We sure appreciate all the faux pas fixes and blending that you do during the pod- podcast production stages. Thanks, everyone. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dine. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. Don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.